All right, it's Monday on Daily Delivery. Michael Rand here, Patrick Royce, Star Tribune columnist, with me here as well. Um, we're going to get to some NBA and NFL, NBA, NFL, NHL playoffs here in a little bit, getting ahead of myself, Patrick. But uh, which, uh, before we get to that, which of the 28 Twins hits did you enjoy the most in these last six games? Uh, was it the one I would, Sunday? I would say Kirilov's, yes. It was, uh, as I said on Twitter, this proves that the Twins are going to be much harder to no hit with Kirilov in the lineup. But uh, the other thing about the Twins is, you when you hear they have no hits after six innings, you think, okay, who's pitching for the other team? But now it doesn't make any difference. No, it could be anybody. It could be some guy off the street. They're terrible. They're now number thirty in the major leagues. Two twenty. They uh, they have fallen to two twenty, and uh, they they. I looked a couple of days earlier when they were standing off at 225 and they were uh like 28th but they've taken over 30th place people tell me batting average doesn't matter when it's 220 it matters you know when it's yeah. two, it matters so anyway yeah it's it's brutal and uh i knew it wasn't going to be a good lineup i said that when the year started but i had no idea it could be this bad uh, one, one of the things I mentioned early on was, what if we saw the best that Jose Miranda has to offer? Yes. Sometimes those young guys, you know, are more impressive until they start working on them. I yeah. wouldn't be surprised if he ends up back in St. Paul when Kyle Farmer gets healthy. Uh, if He might be over there holding hands with Larnick. So, um, anyway, I, I, I wouldn't be shocked because he is really in the tank and he can't play third base either, so. He's a hack over there. So, anyway. yeah, I was I was worried about him coming into the year too. I think that's a good, you know. We I think we made the uh, the unfortunate, but you know, maybe apt at this point. Danny Valencia comparison. Yes, Remember yes. Danny in 2010? Oh, yeah. I think he hit over 300. A lot of pop. You're like, hey, there's yeah. your third baseman of the future for the next five or ten years. He was just he was on everything. He was hitting the ball to right field, left field, over the seats, and then. Started trying to pull everything, got home run happy, and that was that was about it for him here. He was okay, I think, when he got moved around a few places. He could still hit, but it's careful hit. with the half-season sample size on some of these guys. Yes, yes. And he could hit the uh, left-handed pitching. His daddy could always hit left-handed pitching, so that's what saved him to some degree. Miranda was – he was actually here, what, uh, Five months last year, wasn't he? Almost he was, yeah, he was here a lot of the year last year. Yeah, he was, but, uh, and he was, you know, I went over to St. Paul and did a piece on him uh, the year before when he'd come up from uh, Wichita. Yeah. And, and uh, he was tearing it up and he he looked like a hitter, but I saw him in the field there and he was playing, trying to play. Th- they tried him in left field and his life was in danger. And then they uh, put him at third and he wasn't very good there. And, uh, He's not an athlete. That's his problem. He's slow and he's not not really an athlete. He, he can't be able to hit, but DH is his natural position, and we already have Buxton doing that. So <laughs> I, uh, I I don't know. It's just there's – right now, who are you going to hang your hat on? I mean, Kepler, that's his, you're seeing Kepler at his best there, and it's 230, right? right? Uh, you know, Jorge Polanco. He might not be the same with that knee, Buxton. And if if Correa is going to be anything close to what he is now, they have, this lineup has no chance, right? 
he's got to do something for you. They got we got all the Joey Gallo stories in before he went on That's, his over twenty three skid. Yeah, yeah. I I managed to. Uh, I was talking to Phil about Phil Miller about that last night because I added a column with about five graphs. Of I saw Rocco, that praising him to the highest, and then Phil wrote a feature on him the next day, and he hasn't had a hit since. No, literally has not had <laughs> no, a hit since. I'm not lying. He hasn't had a hit since. He's over twenty three. He hasn't had a hit since they left town. So that's uh, uh, and. You know, you watch you go Joey now, and he's a for a six foot seven guy. He's a really good athlete, but that swing is stiff as a board. He's got that stiff hat, and you know if if the ball isn't is someplace where he's not expecting it, he's got no chance. And uh, you know he he can get ahead in the count once in a while, take some pitches, but. Uh, this whole idea that, okay, now we got Kirloff and we'll play Joy in left field, that he was going to be like a 120-game player. That's not going to work too well either. So I, I don't know. They're just, you know, I, they got San Diego coming to town Tuesday. Uh, it'll be very interesting to compare those two lineups. <laughs> right. Machado, Tatis, uh, Soto, uh, yeah. those fellas. You know, we, they, they uh, now they got hundreds of millions invested in their lineup but it's going to be uh it's going to be an interesting that is how the twins lack of hitting will be dramatized severely in that series twins have a lot of money invested in it too though but i mean they're paying buxton they're paying correa i mean it it is kind of amazing where they are right now and it's not so much that they're flat out bad because i think before the before the cleveland series i think they were like Pretty much right on league average for runs scored per game. It's just they're they're all over the map. Like they'll get nine one game. And I looked it up, so I did a little math this morning before we started recording. Looked it up, and we we're you know remember those old math terms, you know, mean, yes. median, and mode. Their mode, Patrick, mode is the uh, the most common number of runs scored per game for them. Their most common number this year is two. That's the really? that's the yeah. that's the number they've scored the most this year. Two runs in a game. That's that's you know when you're inconsistent like that. It's just a they'll put up you know a nine or a ten every now and then to to keep the average up, the average run scored. But there's too many games where they're just not doing anything. Eleven runs in a first inning in New York was uh, kind of an uh, abomination too. So uh, yes, that'll help the that, overall numbers. Yeah, that they they've done that. But yes, their number of games where they don't hit at all is amazing. You know, how many they played now? 30, 35, 35. Okay. So you're approaching the four quarter pole. Uh, I, I, I just don't think they're going to hit. I don't, I don't know how they're going to hit. I really don't. Uh, Kirloff's going to help, but he's not, a, you know, stretch it into a double score run type of guy. He'll get on base. He'll get a lot of singles, some doubles, but uh, I, I I just, you know, the, the only way they can score a run right now is hit a home run. It's, right. They had 18 games in a row where they had a homer, right? And that was snapped yeah. on Sunday. And in those 18 games, they were under 500, right? They probably were. Yeah, I would think so. Yeah. And they were 10 and four, right? At one point, I think they were 10 and four. Or eleven and four, maybe. Yeah, I think they were eleven and four at one point before they hit that skid at some. Yeah, eleven and four. I don't know. They're just uh, boy. 
I was I just did this this morning though. I looked around baseball. They had 15 games yesterday in baseball. They had over 40,000 people at six ballparks. They had over 35,000 at three more ballparks. They had 32,000 in Tampa. Wow. For good because the Yankees were in town and they're playing good. So there's a lot of places drawn. We aren't one of them. And I don't know if this, uh, you know, the, the, hot, the horrible weather had something to do with it. Yeah. Interesting this week if anybody comes to the ballpark because weather's supposed to be better. So, yeah. We'll... By the but way, people... Patrick, you said the people... Twins are hitting 220. Uh, Luis Arias is hitting 420. Yeah. Okay. I brought that up. People get mad at me. They, uh, they, uh, you know, he doesn't make a difference. Well, I don't know. Somebody said his war was like fifth, twelfth in the top 12 or something, whatever war is. I don't know. All I know is if you got a guy hitting 420 in your lineup, you'd be hitting 250 as a team. And he, this, this team desperately needs, I know leadoff hitters in the DH era aren't what they used to be, but this team desperately needs somebody having a good at bat in front of Carlos Correa. If he's yes. going to hit for you, that's what a rise did. They need desperately to get some pressure put on the other team. And I can't, they can't do it with, uh, with this line. They don't have a leadoff here. Nothing. Nobody even approaches being a leadoff here. So I, I, you know, I've been down on the lineup since they got back from Florida and it's yeah. worse. Than I thought it was going to be. Now, the pitching was still better than we thought yeah. it would be, even, you know, with some injuries. Tyler Malley transferred to the 60-day injured list on Friday, part of a whole flurry of moves they made that day. But the pitching is third in baseball and ERA, second in starters ERA. I guess my question to you, Patrick, is the worry that I have is, is and I think we've talked about this maybe a few weeks ago, is, is the pitching more likely to regress than the offense is to progress, I guess is how I would put it. I'm well, you know, Joe Ryan has been, I mean, you got three guys who just pitched extremely well and, you know, Pablo has been good and he's been your third best Ryan and Sonny Gray have both been better than him. Uh, so I don't know. I don't, I like Louie Varlin, but I don't think he's ready to be a big league starter. And uh, I like over, over will be fine. But uh, yeah, it's going to regress a little, I would think, because, uh, you know, Sonny Gray is not going to be what he is now. And it's going to regress some. I still like the bullpen. I think the bullpen will be fine. And uh, yeah, I mean, not having Theobar hurts, but uh, the hitting will get a little better, I would have to think. I mean, Gray is not going to hit 210, but yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm just not, they're not going to be a run scoring machine. That is for sure. I, I just, I, I just had a thought and I wish it would return to me. <laughs> <laughs> that happens when you're fighting a cold and you're old and, uh, you know, so uh, I said this the other day, Mike, that people say getting old is hard. No, it's not. Being old is hard. That's what's <laughs> Once you've arrived, that's what's hard. When you're getting there, it's not hard. It's that two years ago, I did everything I ever did. Now it's hard, it's, uh, you know, because I've gotten there. It's old. You know? I've gotten there. That's that's what makes it harder. Okay. Anyway, getting old is the easy part. Being old is the hard part. Getting old is yeah. 
Beatle arriving is what started. <laughs> yeah, when you sit down in a chair and then your knees don't want to help you get up. That's that's oh that's that's the hard part. And of course, forgetting what you just had thought about is also the hard part. But uh, we digress as we often do on this uh, segment on Monday mornings. I- I, if it makes you feel any better, I had a thought, and I can't remember right now either. So maybe, maybe I'm a, maybe I'm arriving at old too. numb. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. But I did have a thought, and I can't. I, that's escaping me about the twins. But oh, I was going to here. Here it is. I found it. I found it. Let's get on them about the bases loaded. Yes, bases loaded. I, I, it's the only team you turn the game on, and you say, I sure hope they don't have the bases loaded. You know, it's again. He walks to and hits somebody yesterday in the second inning. How in the God's name can you not get him get him for a couple of runs then before he gets rolling? It's awful. It's unbelievable how rotten they are with the base loaded. It's uh it are we gonna uh I hate to do this get rid of the coach thing, but uh the new highly uh analytical uh, baseball uh, guru that they have running the hitting, David Popkins. Are you going to look at this guy? Yeah. They they won the tank last year down the stretch, and they're terrible now. He's not helping anybody. He's not. Nobody's being helped. Isn't that supposedly that's all what all this analytical stuff was about? Nobody's helped. Nobody's getting helped. Well, and bases look. And bases loaded hitting is all about good at bats, right? I mean, that's and that's just not what that's not what they're doing right now. When you have the bases loaded, the pitcher is at a disadvantage because you can't you can't walk anybody anymore. Yes. You have to throw yeah. a oh, strike oh, and a good strike. In the middle of the plate, yeah. yeah. That's that's what it's. What I was going to say before is, has there when was the last time we had a Twins team like this that was just this good <clears throat> at pitching and so. Inconsistence is the most polite word we can say about the hitting. That 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 there was just so much predicated on the pitching. I can't remember a Twins team like this, and I think this is their identity. I mean, they're a first place team with this right now. It's a bad division, but they're a first place team with it right now. I can't remember a Twins team like this. I would have to go back and look, but there's there's been very few, very few when they they you know when the hitting was when pitching was stronger than the hitting is. Uh, I mean, you probably have to go back to the year of the pitcher or something like that. 68, 68. Yeah. 68, 69. You probably have to, but that's when the whole league hit 225 or something. And they lowered the mound. Uh, the only team that, uh, I was looking up the batting average thing, the lowest batting average they've ever had as a team was 227. That was 1968. And then the next year, the pitching mound was lowered because it was, that was Bob Gibson. Yeah. One, one, one point one two. And, uh, you know, nobody, nobody hit that year. So, uh, but there's been a couple when we made a lot of fun of their bad lack of hitting, but I'd really have to go back and look. To, I can't do it off the top of my head, but well, there was, there was a couple where the pitching wasn't bad and the hitting was terrible. Yeah. I just can't remember it ever being a year where they were, ostensibly good like they could that they could win with this formula i'm sure there's been years where the the hitting was worse than the pitching but it's probably that they were both not all that good but the the pitching really is 
the pitching really is good. It's just can it can it carry them and can they find some offense somewhere? Because it's hard to watch twenty eight hits in six games. That's yeah, fewer yeah. than five a game. They're and going the fast both, though, at least. Both those teams were uh, struggling too. Uh, this was Cleveland's first winning series in six. Yeah, the White Sox have had been terrible. They they won a game before the Twins got there, but. Uh, you know, they were playing to to now they come back and the schedule gets tough here for a while. So yes. uh, we'll, uh, we'll see. I, I just, I, I don't know where the, I don't know where you're going to get is Kyle Farmer going to be there Tuesday and make you better. I, I don't think that's the solution. And uh, I, I don't know, you know, who's frustrated the manager. Cause he seems been, like it. Yeah. Yeah, there's been. We have to do. We have to have better at bats. Yes. In these situations, he's uh, he's not sugarcoating everything. Plus, he got thrown out of two games. He's turned into Guardy. He's getting thrown out all the time, and uh, you know, so it's uh, it's certainly a frustrating situation for them to say the least. But God, somebody has said this today on Twitter, or sent me this. The American League Central in, I think it's on base percentage, is 26th, 27th, no, 25th, 26th, 28th, 29th, and 30th. Wow. They have, they have five of the lowest six, or maybe it's OPS. <laughs> maybe it's OPS. I bet it's OPS. It's, a, it's like five of the last six spots. So That's amazing. You know, yes, that's the only thing saving you. Kansas City's. Kansas City's got their worst records ever in the in the franchise history. Uh, you know they're they're off to the worst start they've ever had, and Detroit's been a big flop, and Cleveland's not nearly as good, and the White Sox have been a big flop. So uh, you know that's the only thing saving these fellas. Take a playcation to Mystic Lake with twenty four seven gaming. The good times never have to end. And you can satisfy your cravings at our restaurants and bars. Or relax in one of our luxurious hotel rooms. Those that play together, stay together. And don't forget to join Club M so you can spark new memories and bask in the rewards along the way. Follow the lights to Mystic Lake, where every day is play day. Speaking of saving these fellas, let's transition to... Timberwolves NBA playoffs. Um, David, uh, I was a David Con, <laughs> Tim Connolly. Tim Connolly, uh, the other day was on with Chad Hartman, and Chad very poignantly, very pointed right at the beginning of the show, said, you know, asked him twice, Can you commit to the Timberwolves? Uh, that Washington job still hanging out there. And he did not commit to them. Um, not, you know, he didn't. He didn't not commit to them. But there was, it was a very telling answer when he basically just said, you know, I, uh, I, my, the, the, that's the plan. That's I plan to be here. Things like that. What, what do you make of this, this whole thing? And what, what would happen if he, if he, you know, if he did bolt after one season in that Gobert trade? Uh, he becomes the Norm Green. Of the Timberwolves, nobody will ever top Norm by taking a team out of here, right? Yes. But he will become, you know, long after I'm gone, there'll still be Tim Connolly jokes being told if the franchise is still here. You can't do this. You got to have more ethics than this. I don't care if your family's from Washington or not from out there in that area. There's, you cannot 
do this. You cannot come in, say, oh, I don't have to tear this thing up, and then tear it up two weeks later, right. and then leave, uh, which is going to be a new ownership that basically is the ones that found you to hire you. You can't do this. You can't be that unethical. But it is sports, so what the hell? Maybe they, maybe you can be, but uh, this isn't a transfer portal here. This is a, <laughs> right. This is a guy who does this as a slime ball. Okay, if he would do that, I'm not saying he is. I'm saying he is if he leaves. Yeah, and he, you know, again, no, no indication that he's going to leave but just the oh. way he answered the question saying i'm just totally focused on the timberwolves when asked point blank if he's committed to staying with the wolves no matter what he said trying to get us better we didn't do better than last year so we have to figure out how to make this team better um and then later you know asked again a second time he said that's certainly the plan that's why we came here moved here we have a lot had a lot of unfinished business it's been a really fun year on and off the court and we're fully committed to being a timberwolf so you know it's it's not like he isn't committed no. but when you answer it like that you're you're still saying that the door is kind of open right i it, it was just a very strange way of, of answering the question and washington has not acted yet right no not they, that i know i don't think so i don't know he's uh yeah it's, it's you you can't do that you cannot do this but who knows it's sports and they'll come up with some phony baloney excuse of were to happen and then uh and then wish him the best, I suppose. I, I don't know. It's, uh, but, yeah, we should, we're getting ahead of ourselves here, though. But, you know, he says he's he intends to stay. Let's take him at his word, even though his word's a little vague. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, the playoffs themselves have been great. I mean, just oh, God, last night that uh, Philadelphia finish was fantastic. Philadelphia and Boston. Did you see that game? I did, yeah, it was tremendous. I saw that game. I saw the I saw the end of the uh, the Philadelphia, yeah, Philadelphia, Boston, and the Denver Phoenix game. Both of them were were outstanding. They were. Yeah. It's just been, I don't know, the the level of play in the league right now, and the the amount of parity right now is just amazing. Yeah, it is for by NBA standards. And then you have Jokic getting a technical for taking the ball away from the new Phoenix owner. Get the Phoenix owners, you get fined fifty thousand dollars for holding the basketball. You know, Jokey just trying to go over there, grab it out of the stands, and and get the fast break started, which is what he does. So why, uh, you know? But yeah, that's that series has got a little vim and vinegar in it now too. And Philadelphia's, I guess uh, Philadelphia can say they go as Harden goes, right? He's had forty twice, and they've won. And he's been horrible in two other games and they lost. So, man, that uh, did you see that Tatum push, push off that didn't get called? Yeah, that was that was what unbelievable. Did you stand there and watch it was like a it was like a forearm what? shiver. He just and the guy pushed five him. feet away from it. Call it. What the hell? You know that was unbelievable. Well, that then was... they and then not getting the shot off at the end. I you know I was, oh, I was yeah. watching with the sound off, so I didn't quite know what was going on. I didn't realize that it was late, so it was it was unbelievable. I thought it was good. It was it was late by a tick, right? But I was up. it was by like a half second. It wasn't. It was it was pretty. It was pretty clear. That was oh yeah, it was clear. But uh, that was a that was a fantastic game. I didn't, I didn't watch much of the second one. I was what was I watching? I don't know. Can't remember. Some uh, got into some TV show, I guess. Uh, 
but yeah, they've been great. And the hockey is uh, the hockey. Uh, you were we were talking about this earlier. That Dallas, that rugged Dallas defense gave up seven to the crackheads last night. For goodness' sakes, it's uh, it's going to be the dangest playoff final uh, conference finals in history. Seattle versus Vegas, the two expansion teams, and then Carolina versus Florida. Those two meccas of hockey markets, Raleigh and uh, Miami. And I think they've Carolina's already won a cup, right? Uh, yes, I think so. It was like it, it was a while ago, but yes. Florida played in a final. I know that. They played in a final once. But we're sitting here 20 years in, the greatest support ever for a franchise in the state of hockey. We've never been in a conference final. Not for 20 years. No, they've been there 2003. Uh, uh, Stanley Cup final. No, they haven't, they haven't even. Stanley Cup final. No, okay. they haven't. When we got the crackheads going in their second year, probably. I don't know. It's an unbelievable. I, I don't get it. Hockey is, it's the weirdest game ever, though. You know, when it had, when the North Stars first came in the league, 12 teams, you know, the second season. There wasn't a lot of parity to worry about, right? I mean, the good teams were great. And the, but now that you have the talent is spread over 32 teams, they're all the same. Everybody's the same. You play a game and, you know, it's three to two. And, you know, they're, they're, they, there's 10 stars in the league and everybody else is the same. It's, uh, it's amazing. Yeah, it is amazing. And just, and just watching like <clears throat> the wild, you know, I think we probably talked about this last week, but like the wild not be able to get in on this party, right? Like to seven straight, yeah. seven straight early exits. Like one of these years, you would think they would just kind of like, fluke their way into the conference finals because they've been they've been there they've had teams that are theoretically not great but like good enough to go on one of those runs and they really just haven't they haven't been able to do that and it's been different iterations it's been different combinations it's been different gms it's been different coaches it's been different players and nowhere along the line have they just kind of like found their way into that situation you know making it it, it, it it's like the twins making it to the playoffs is fun for a while, right? But then when they turn into an embarrassment, then you'd rather not make the playoffs. Yes. Lottery, because when you've lost, you've lost the, your first series seven years in a row, or you've lost 18 straight games, which is worse. You're saying, oh, good. They're going to make the playoffs again this year. With the Twins, it's not, can they win a series? It's, can they win a game? No, probably not. But we're not going to have to worry about it with this collection. Somebody's going to pass them. But anyway, so, yeah, it's uh, the, the NHL and NBA playoffs have both been great. And we've been watching from the sidelines here for another month or so. Yeah. About my Knicks, though, man, alive. I I thought they were going to handle Miami, but I don't know. If, if Tibbs is going to go from a hero to how the hell did he lose to an eighth? That's a heck of an eight seed, though. I mean, and just the the fun of him and Butler. Just there's so, there's so many storylines this year, and yes. so many connections still to to Minnesota. And unfortunately, to certain degree, like D'Lo just going off the other night for the Lakers. Yeah. Butler, I think Suhan wrote about that the other day. Just all the different uh, different Minnesota former Wolves connections still in the playoffs right now. But it's it's amazing to see, and I don't I don't know how they I don't know how that team gets there right now. Yeah, when you. Uh... 
when you look at D'Lo now, though, it just irritates you, right? To see him try. Yes. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's you watch him and he's trying to be good and he's he's you know playing with the right guys now, but you know he's been good. And, it's a uh, yeah. It's a it's a just, much better he, it's a much better system. Any you, anytime you get to play with LeBron, you're probably going to have a better chance to succeed than if you're playing with anybody else. But you know the funny thing is in the in the playing game, they uh in the, in the I mean in the first round. They didn't have. They had him sitting on the bench for the last fifteen minutes of that one game, so we were all laughing at D'Lo. But now he's out there making shots and being the courtside interview after the game's over. It's uh, it's it it this it kind of disgusts you because how often he didn't care, you know, how often he just went out there and mailed it in. So he he's like the Twins' offense. He gets his twenty points a game by getting <laughs> thirty-five, twelve, and twelve. Right. Yeah, it's just yeah, that's right. Yeah. Kind of maddening like that where he he'll get he'll get to an average without getting there with a without a whole lot of uh without a whole lot of consistency. Hey, hey before we one more thing. I was gonna mention the gophers softball team. That's what I was gonna say. We're on the same page. Go ahead. Autumn peas, uh two more shutouts. And uh, uh we had a Marcus Fuller did a good feature on her uh, on Thursday and they won two games by shutouts, and then the middle game when they went with their other pitchers, they won thirteen to ten. Wow! So, uh, it was uh, they did a lot of hitting in there, but uh, they're uh, they're essential to be in the NCAA tournament. I wonder if if, if if they could win the tournament, they might end up getting all of the region. I don't know. They're uh, you know they're third in the league right now behind Northwestern and Indiana, but uh, they're, they're they're a big solid third. So. Uh, if it would be if they could get one of the 16 seeds and uh you know the top 16 seeds and you get the host of regional right uh they did that at 19 and of course made it to the world series so that'll be fun they they deserve some good weather and when they pack them in over there when they get good weather and they're playing good and that's uh anyway that's a that's a good team and uh it's uh they they kind of did a, they get brought in some transfers and a lot of out of state kids but they uh still have Dan Hartog uh, as a fifth year senior i wrote a column about her and uh and uh, they got the great pitcher so that's you know fast pitch softball can you pitch yeah yeah, that, yeah. it's like a it's like a hot goalie in the nhl playoffs right mm-hmm. it's like it's what's if you get one then you got enough it does pretty well on TV too. ESPN puts a lot of it on TV. Not you know the uh, the Big Ten Network does too, but ESPN's got SEC softball games wall to wall now at this time of year. So, well, go read that. Go read your column. That was awesome. I, I enjoyed that the other day and read Marcus's piece too. Uh, Patrick, go go rest your voice. Let's uh, let's give this one. Let's let's call Uh-oh. this one right now, and we'll uh, we'll go do a, we'll go do a little bit more uh, next week. We should be better. Uh, next week but it usually lasts about uh, my friend Suture calls it ricey voice and it shows up in the spring and the fall for about 10 days so then Ex- extra <laughs> extra raspy it's always got some rasp but uh, i yeah. want you to i want you to rest that voice and uh, and, and uh, get all better all right it's a tradition for uh, listeners over at KSC, so. unlike any other <laughs> yes right see ya. thank Bye. you sir